We are the girls from Boxcar A, and we're here to talk and teach about The Walking Dead with you. I'm Pamela. And I'm Taya. And welcome to episode 20 of The Girls in Boxcar A, where tonight we are reviewing episode 1022, Negan Lives. The last season finale, since the next finale will actually be the series finale at the end of season 11, uh, we will be also looking at what we would like to see for Walking Dead spinoffs and providing spoilers for Fear the Walking Dead. I'm in the wood. Let's go. <laughs> There's going to be much bitterness going on. <laughs> too young to be bitter so there's been a lot of buzz about how this episode might be setting up a uh savior's spinoff i've seen a couple of uh, articles written about it so uh got us thinking about what we would like to see in possible spinoffs since we know that there are going to be some things in the works so i actually would like to see a uh, savior spinoff anything with jeffrey dean morgan uh would be all right with me and I'd also love to see Stephen Ogg again. I thought he was awesome. Uh, There's a lot of the Savior characters that I wouldn't mind seeing again. So I'm actually on board with that. Um, my big thing that I've always said I wanted to see for a spinoff was one of Daryl and Merle. Um, their time before ending up in the quarry. Uh, I know there was a video game that was created that covers this. I, I don't remember what it was called, but... Um, it, it did go through um, the adventures, I guess you could say, of Daryl and Merle and uh, them having to put down their father and, and things like that. But I, I think seeing them together again would be fabulous. And of course, we've talked before about, you know, the Governor series, uh, Road to Woodbury would be awesome to see as well. I think any of the backstories of the characters that we know, I think would be great for some sort of spinoff or maybe some sort of like limited series spinoff or a couple of episodes in a series. I'd, I'd love to see all that. Did you watch any of survival instinct, the Daryl Merle video game? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. I don't play video games, but I do watch those. I watch them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't play the games either. Yeah. I can't. Thank you. I couldn't remember what it was called, but yeah, I was actually, I was pretty into it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was. I was pretty into watching the um the um uh the video game and uh it's voiced of course by um Norman Reedus and oh my god, his name's escaping me, the one who plays Merle. Um Roker. Yeah, Roker, right, Michael Roker, right. You know, so it's out there actually provide the voices too, so um, yeah, it's pretty cool to watch. I, I would love to, I just would, I always love the chemistry between Daryl and Merle, you know, um, Michael and uh, Norman anyway. So I, I would love to see a, a spinoff of, of them, you know, uh, wouldn't have to be multiple series, you know, multiple seasons, maybe just a couple of episodes of an anthology or something like that. But the, those, uh, those are the things that I'd like to see. I think the only thing I don't want to see because I really don't care about is what Maggie was doing with Georgie. 
I actually have no interest in saying that. I really don't. None. How about, though, seeing her with uh, Baby Herschel? I would, I would like that. Yes, I would like that. I would like to see anything more of Baby Herschel. I think would <laughs> would be great. I actually, um, the the little boy who plays Baby Herschel, oh my God, he He's is adorable. he is absolutely adorable, and he is a little Glenn. He he is. He even I, I don't know how they he does it. He even acts like Glenn. <laughs> he does. He's, he's just, he's fabulous. So yeah, I would love to see that. I just don't have any interest in seeing her with Georgie. <laughs> well, Georgie's over on Clarice anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and she's starting to get on my nerves over there. So <laughs> I don't know. That's a good show though. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I do. Um, it's on my list. Yeah. It's, oh. Netflix is great. Mm-hmm. He plays Crindler. Mm-hmm. Uh, FBI agent that's like over Starling. First mm-hmm. episode, I really didn't like him. Um, I thought he was just a jerk. But yeah. now I'm on board. Yeah. Really. That would be another cool spinoff too. Was um, um, Abraham and Eugene. Abraham and yeah, I I yeah, I'd love that to see Abraham again. That. But he said yeah. you should check him out and put and, oh, and he looks so fit and healthy. Mm-hmm. And. It's a great character. I love him. That's a it's a great fit for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Clarice is definitely yeah on my list of things to see. Super creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not. I stopped watching Hannibal because it got to be too over the top in not a good way. Mm-hmm. And it was like gross and creepy, but this is the right amount of creepiness. And you know, I'm a creepy girl, so yeah. <laughs> so when you say it's too much, then yeah. then yeah, right, that so does not speak the, well. Back to the Walking <laughs> Dead. <laughs> yes. So back to the matter at hand. Yes and no to all of that. If they don't do the damn governor novels, I'm going to scream. <laughs> David Morrissey's ready. He said he would love to do it, but. So, you know, what are they waiting for? Because he keeps, you know, he's British. He just keeps doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, it's usually British stuff, too. You know? Yeah. Same with Lenny James. And costumes though, and, you know. <laughs> yeah, same with Lenny James. Even though he's on Fear, he's over in the UK doing his British stuff, too. They just keep yeah. working. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, have 50 jobs or something. <laughs> he said, so I would... I would like to see them as part of the anthology series. Actually, that's all I want. I don't want any more damn spinoffs. <laughs> Fear, and we'll get more to that in the spoiler section, and World Beyond are enough. I want short stories instead of suffering for season after season. Yeah. Showrunners <laughs> being replaced by bad ones, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. If the saviors and the claimers had their own little mini. Oh, the claimers. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. That'd be a good one. Yep. Yeah, I could get behind that. But here's a problem, especially with the governor and any kind of Daryl Merle thing. It's hard to do a backstory on people that have aged up to like a dozen years <laughs> since we first <laughs> met them. How's that going to work? Um, they can't very well be you know, photoshopped their skin smooth like all those people that are using filters to magically make them look more youthful than bam when you see them person yikes <laughs> <laughs> you know who y'all are 
stop it. <laughs> yeah, that so, would be yeah, that would be difficult to do. And Gimples, if you do a savior series, stick to the comic. Stick to the comic. That that's all I want. Same <laughs> with Governor novels. I love you, Robert Kirkman. <laughs> Your comics <laughs> does not need to be fixed. Um. Oh, and I wanted to add too, real quick, because it just popped into my head. <laughs> what I would also love to see as an anthology series, or even <laughs> this would be the only spinoff I would probably actually tolerate for like an unlimited series. <laughs> the Telltale Games. Oh, yes. With Clementine. Yes, I yes. I love that. I would love it. Yeah. See, so once again, I don't play the game, but. No, I don't either. Yeah. But I follow the story and yeah. I just love it. Actually, Lee Lee Everett from the Telltale Games, mm. um, that's who I envision. I don't know if you've like seen what he really looks like, but he looks like King Ezekiel. <laughs> so oh, really? That's, that's who I pictured, and that's who I had originally hoped that they would cast. I've seen the voice of Clementine. She was at a um, yeah. She was at a comic. Yeah, she was at a comic con. Yeah, once. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Dave, uh, Dave Pinoy is who is the voice of, of Lee Everett mm-hmm. and uh, the voice actor. Yeah. And if you, you know, I recommend just, you know, Googling him, Lee Everett. Mm-hmm. And I, mean, why don't you call him by his character name? <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all bitter and I'm getting happy about little tiny things and it's throwing me <laughs> off my game. Anyway, Dave Pinoy, if you Google him, um, the first thing you will think when you see him is King Ezekiel. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm serious, and a lot of fans um, were behind him being King Ezekiel. No, mm-hmm. no disrespect. I do remember Carrie. hearing that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, No disrespect to Carrie because he's a great Ezekiel. He really is. But mm-hmm. um, whenever they were talking about casting him, that's who I imagine was was Dave. So. But yeah, look him up. But anyway, that would that would be great for um, a spinoff. Mm-hmm. I would watch that all day. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that absolutely. That that's a good one. Okay. Yep. Let me get back so, into bitter mode. So okay. Oh, oh it won't <laughs> take long. Don't worry. <laughs> so we can do this episode of analysis. Here yep. we go. Okay. All right. So um, to the episode itself. Um, so I actually so I actually think I have a slight advantage over um, over you, Taya, here, because uh, as we've discussed before, I was a TV series lover first. I got into the comic afterwards, so I entered the comic through the TV series. So that being said, I think I can put the source material aside a little easier. So I'm going to approach this two ways. First, I'm going to look at it as a non-comic reader, and then I'm going to look at it as a comic reader. Okay. Yes. So let me ask you this. Yes. Did you read Here's Negan before you saw this episode? Yes. You did, right? Okay. Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So that was all just right. for my own curiosity. Yes. Yes. Which I was sure you did, but yes, yeah. Other people don't know that. Okay. Okay, so I'm certain the non-comic reader would have a different view of this episode than a comic reader. First of all, comic reader, 
or non-comic reader, the chemistry between Negan and Lucille is downright beautiful. Now, obviously, they're married in real life, but that doesn't necessarily mean they have on-screen chemistry. I keep thinking of Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. They were married in real life, but their chemistry on set, it just, it, it fell flat most of the time. So just because you're married in real life. them in anything together. So. Yeah, it, it just, it, it didn't, it just didn't work. I don't know, especially, I don't know if you've ever seen that terrible movie, Eyes Wide Shut, but um, they were just, they were awful in that movie together. So they, they just, you know, it's sort of like I, my husband is a, is a teacher as well as I, and I say to him all the time, you know, I just can't work with you. <laughs> Sometimes it just happens. Um, you know, and, I, I yep. have to say this real quick because, and I know this is not a popular opinion, mm-hmm. but Stanley Kubrick is not good. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed to get that off my chest. Okay. That's... I did not like The Shining. I didn't. Um... Stephen no. King didn't even like yeah. The Shining. No, 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 he did not. I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut was a stinker. Yeah. All right. Okay. I had to get 2001 Space Odyssey. Still can't figure that out. Yeah. Clock yeah. I, Orange, I feel like, I feel like that was overrated too. I, I, you know what? I liked parts of Clockwork Orange. I liked what they were trying to say in it. I just, I didn't like yeah, the way it was. T- like yeah. Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right i had to get that off my chest okay I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't like him yeah all right Carry okay on. but yeah so okay so they're married in real life but they also have great on-screen chemistry okay and that doesn't always happen with married couples at least not from what i've seen um but these two certainly do and of course the acting i thought was fabulous i love 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 them both i could watch an entire series just about them i think the lucille is a great character um it it, i thought it was such a great story about being sick during the apocalypse um personal story my father was diagnosed with cancer his fourth bout with cancer um last year in march right before the the shutdown um so the fear of what happens when the world goes to shit really hit home in this episode for me. And the scene where she found out about the cancer, I mean, that, that was just a fabulous scene that hit home too. So that whole sequence of it, I just, I was really riveted by. Um, Pre-apocalypse Negan was an asshole <laughs> and Lucille was tough as nails even then. And to me, that made his dedication to her in the cabin when the apocalypse hit even more powerful. He had guilt. Um, it's obvious that he was able to turn it around for her and become somewhat of a mush. <laughs> um, and I just, I can't say how much I love the scenes with the two of them. I, I loved Jeffrey's acting, both as an actual asshole and as the guilt-ridden, dedicated husband. It was great to see Negan get his bat, and it was frustrating yet understandable to see him give up the location of the doctor. I got angry at him for it, but at the same time, because you knew it wasn't going to end well, and at the same time, you could kind of understand it. He's trying to get home to his sick wife. Lucille's suicide was heartbreaking 
and yet understandable. And yes, I did cry when Negan found her, although I thought the song playing over the segment, um, You Are So Beautiful, um, didn't work for me. I know know what what the... I I didn't like that either. Yeah, I I know what they were trying to do. Yeah, maybe if it was but, just the instrumental. Yes, that's that what I was thinking. Made it softer. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yep. Yeah. But having Joe Crocker sing it as she's there a zombie, and you know, if yeah. Jeffrey didn't do such a good job acting, I would have found that scene laughable. Yeah, and I love that song, and I love Joe Cocker. Yeah, yeah. but That's it just didn't, it didn't go together. He's he's you know burning yeah, that, his zombie wife, and it, it the song it was too much. It didn't. Yeah, it just didn't work. It, if it was didn't a soft work. Instrumental over it that mm-hmm. would have been great. If they yeah. really wanted us to hear Joe Cocker sing it, maybe at the end of the episode. Yeah, I was thinking at the end. When um, Jeffrey was telling the story to the guy that kidnapped him, that would have been a good time, I think, to play it. Or maybe just when he was burning the bat. Or when he was burning the bat. That's good, too. Yeah. 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 But no, I felt the location of the song, that did not work for me. And it was a little off-putting with the scene. And if it wasn't for Jeffrey's acting... This is a case where the acting can really turn around a bad directorial decision. And that's that's what I felt with that scene. Because I was I was in tears. And then they started the song up and it was like, what the hell is that song doing there? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was I just thought it was a, a really powerful scene. I actually understand Lucille's suicide because she says to I know there was a, a there's a debate about it, but I understand that she knows she's dying anyway. And she says to him at at one point, you've done enough, let it go. So it was her way of kind of releasing him and saying, you can just go on. You know, Um, I thought Jeffrey obviously did a fabulous job showing the transformation from meek, from asshole Negan to meek Negan and then to badass Negan. I could actually see that transformation as soon as he sat down next to the guy whose head he was going to bash in. You could actually see it in his body. You could hear it in his voice. I'm just a really fabulous actor. Um, and I love the scene when he retells the story of the bar fight before killing the jerk who kidnapped him. Mm-hmm. I was riveted. Um, even as a non-comic reader, I could have done without the hallucinating in the beginning. I was like, oh my God, not another freaking hallucinating. Well, I mean, you said it even on the, (laughs) on the discussion board, another freaking hallucination in the beginning. Um, and what the fuck, Carol? I am completely hating her now. She's just, you know, her justification of everything she does is getting boring. She makes these poor decisions. She lies. She manipulates. And I hate to say it, but it's making me dread an entire spinoff based around her. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to dread that because I love Daryl. 
Yeah, I love Melissa McBride. But... And I, yeah, and I love Melissa McBride, but I don't like Carol. <laughs> I'm really, I, I just, I don't like her as a character right now. I'm with you. Um, the flashback within the flashback didn't bother me because I think it was actually well done. Once again, I think it's because of the acting itself. I thought it was dog poop, but okay. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> We're going to disagree a bit here. <laughs> but as we said before, we need some music or something to cue it in. And the hallucination, as I said, could have done without that. We didn't need a hallucination with flashback. They need the whoosh. Yes, they need the From whoosh. Lost. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. And, and yeah, yeah. No, we needed something more. Uh, and the broken bat, as he comes to terms with his wife, I, I just thought, wow, that I thought that was a very powerful moment as well. So as a non-comic reader, I I actually I loved it. Even with Carol in it, Jeffrey and Hillary made up for it all. Now, as a comic reader, I have a lot of questions. Why'd they change the setting? Okay, why is it in a cabin? Another cabin. Another cabin. Okay, instead in the hospital. Why have her commit suicide? Um, And why'd they have him burn up her body? I mean, the entire point to here's Negan is he didn't even have the heart to put her down. Mm-hmm. So he had some kid do and just left her body there. So that takes away all of that. And that got me mad. Um, I do understand why they softened up his character a bit. The Negan in the comic was such a jerk. And you'll get into this more when when you talk. um, That he's very difficult. Huh? I'm going to rage. You're going to rage. I know. He's very difficult to like at all. But the TV Negan is much more likable. And I'm at the point where I'm almost rooting for him over Maggie because I'm more invested in him. I've, you know, we've seen more of him. So the comic reader, me, understands why the change was done. But the rest of it didn't need to change. It's not that they, it's not that it was improved on anything. It was a different take. So as a comic book reader, I want to know why I I want the source material back. And I don't really recognize this as Negan's backstory much at all, other than he had a wife who had cancer that died. And I know you have much more to go on that. So I do. Have had it. (laughs) I'm going to come at this from every direction. Yeah. I have so much to unpack here. Ugh. I really, really, really tried to forget the comic and just enjoy the episode. But although I did enjoy some elements of the episode, I just could not. I want to get to what I enjoyed immediately right off the bat, pun intended. (laughs) And that was the performance of Jeffrey Dean Morgan made all the more fantastic by his real life wife, Hillary, as Lucille. She was great as well. I am so, so happy that um, JDM really got a chance to shine. I feel like he's been underused since he arrived on the show. Mm-hmm. Negan did not get the Carl Negan storyline, you know, after he went to jail. Mm-hmm. Or the Rick Negan storyline where they were trapped together during the Whisper War. Yep. 
he didn't even get to break Lucille over Beta's back. And his love affair with Alpha was weird and uncomfortable and not just because of the pilot. <laughs> they owed JDM and he was great, but I can't help wondering how great he could have also been in a Here's Negan episode because this was not Here's Negan. It was Here's Not Negan. <laughs> and I'm sad. So I'm going to put the comic aside like Gimple keeps doing for just a minute <laughs> and talk solely about the episode. I think my biggest problem with it beyond my obvious disappointment of forgetting the comic almost completely was the way it was done. He had another fucking hallucination. <laughs> <laughs> why? Just, just why? There's this a lot is, of them this season. <laughs> uh, this is so tired. We discussed this last week, so I don't want to rehash all the hallucinations again. But I do want to talk about how they have managed to take something terrible and make it worse by introducing the flashback within a flashback within a flashback. <laughs> really? What the hell was that? I know you kind of didn't mind it and you mm -hmm. liked it or whatever, but it was choppy. It was confusing. It was completely unnecessary. What would have been wrong with just telling the story? Negan alone in Leah's cabin, alone with his thoughts after finding Lucille the bat, thinking about his wife and what happened in the past in chronological order. <laughs> <laughs> I, <can laughs> I cannot speak for everyone, but when I reflect on past events in my life, I don't consider something and then think, but then 12 hours earlier, this happened, <laughs> only to think next, however, six weeks later, this happened. Who, who who does that? <laughs> when everyone well, told stories that way in real life, everyone, <laughs> you, everyone you spoke to would be confused and they would avoid you. <laughs> but when I'm when I'm thinking back, sometimes I don't necessarily think back in chronological order. Sometimes if you're my telling thoughts... a story. If you're telling, oh, if a I'm, story, yeah, if I'm telling a story, yes. I'm not doing that unless you know I have, you know, maybe ADHD or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. I have a friend of mine who tells his stories like that, but he has a ADHD. You yeah, know? I'm not sure how that became a thing. <laughs> Flashback, but I blame Lost. Although it was used really effectively until they got too clever by introducing the flash forward and the flash sideways. Mm -hmm. um, but it was effective in a way that made sense. And this mm -hmm. just no one no one tells a story that way. Even if you're collecting your thoughts to yourself. Mm -hmm. And jump around a bit, like when you're thinking of, you know, something. You don't tell stories that way. It would, it would just mm -hmm. infuriate people, and I, I'm infuriated because <laughs> I, I just, just tell the damn story in the order <laughs> that it happened. I, uh, that I found that annoying, and it took away from my enjoyment of of anything in this episode. And I had so many other problems with this episode, though. I'm just going to go go ahead and rattle through them in random nonsensical order because that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> now, being cheeky, I am totally not doing that. Uh, first of all, Carol. How did she pack up Negan's belongings, take them to the cabin, and get back to learn Negan out there without him ever noticing a special spot? <laughs> how, how did that happen? The apocalypse is magical. <laughs> Next up, 
if Negan is remorseful for what he has done as he claims to be, why would he come back? After all his, you know, flashback within a flashback within a flashback and hallucination. Mm-hmm. Why would he come back? That does not, to me, signify remorse. Okay, so back to Carol, because this is the order these things happen in the episode. <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> I see what you did there. She thinks his death won't be on her conscience because she tried to exile him and it didn't stick. <laughs> um, okay, how about she promised him if he killed Alpha, which he did, he would have a place in the community, but now... She's reneged on all of that. That mm-hmm. is all on her. Yeah. If anything happens to him, which goes back to none of her actions making sense. She let him out, <laughs> but then went after Alpha and got her friends trapped in a cave, lost Connie, and now, <laughs> and now her word is worthless. She owes Negan. And that was wrong, what she tried to do there for Maggie. If she thought anything of maggie in the first place she wouldn't have let negan out mm-hmm. okay yep. so. I, I i i i i can't with carol yeah i really she yeah. is just she is really infuriating me and you know and she could have been our comic andrea yeah and yeah. of course she'd be dead but still that still would have been great <laughs> that would have been better than this <laughs> yes yes so um lastly what is with the smirk that he gave Maggie? Smirk. I saw it as a smirk. And yeah. I was reading like the, you know, uh, Twitter and other, like so everyone saw that as a smirk. Yeah, I didn't um, see it as a smirk. No. But I, I know it wasn't, yeah, I know it was seen as one. No, just a big fat fucking no. Negan is no longer okay with what he did, supposedly. You know, because of his friendship with Judith, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I I, I don't know. Um, He feels bad. He has changed and all that happy horse shit. That smirk did not convey any such thing. He should have hung his head in shame and left us with the impression he was going to do everything possible to try to make up for it. You know, with Maggie. Mm Mm-hmm. Even if it meant going back to jail with work release, because they, they do need Alexander rebuilt, yeah. or, or leaving. That's what serial killers do. They smirk at their victims' families in the courtrooms. That's psychotic. And that, <laughs> that really infuriated me. And I, I'm not the only one you know, that felt that way. Why would he do that? Especially, I mean, she's with her kid mm-hmm. whose father he brutally murdered that just that doesn't make any sort of sense with how they're trying to show us that he's a different person now and a better mm-hmm. person that made no sense to me but wait there's more <laughs> <laughs> now i have to get into the comic versus series because i just do not understand what happened first of all this was just a little standalone comic to show us how Negan got his start. It was good. It was good. It showed us that Negan was always a prick. I didn't need to see a gentler Negan at, at some points like they did in the series. I didn't like that. 
Uh, Negan was always a prick, and so why the series thought it was a good idea for him to be wishy-washy and all over the place, I don't know. He beat someone nearly to death for being rowdy at a bar. Has he never been to a bar? That's what people <laughs> do in bars. When a song Lucille liked was playing on the jukebox, but then he struggled to kill walkers, which are already dead. Yeah, yeah, that seems reasonable. That, that just doesn't, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Now, comic Negan, my Negan, was a prick to his students, an adulterer, and pretty much an all-around jerk. But he didn't beat people up. I love that Negan. When, I mean, pre, pre-apocalypse yeah. Negan. Yeah. When Lucille told him she had cancer, what did he do? He hopped right back on top of his mistress. That was an imp- and that was important. That was an important turning point. We didn't even get to see her, really, in the in the series. Just you know, we don't see her at all. We just see yeah. her name on a cell phone. Yeah, just yeah. that's what I mean. That yeah. just like in passing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was an important turning point in the middle of sex with a mistress. They were actually doing it. He stopped mid hump and told her Lucille had cancer. Mm-hmm. The mistress's reaction was pretty much rude (laughs) like what was she supposed to do about it from that point he made the decision to be there for lucille to be a good man because he acknowledged that up to that point he had been a piece of shit he'd been a piece of shit husband he'd been a piece of shit person but he was true to his word and he he stayed he never saw the mistress again and he took care of lucille Mm -hmm. Another important difference between the comic and the show is that in the comic, the ZA had not happened yet. Yeah. Lucille was in the hospital. Megan never left her side, so he didn't know what was going on in the world around him, that the world was going to shit. So when she died in turn, he had no idea what had happened to her when she reanimated. Mm -hmm. He thought she, you know, fell from bed and was reaching for him, and he was Mm -hmm. panicked because he thought she was hurt. And that was so so important. I don't understand why they would change it. Yeah. He got the hell out of that hospital room and he never went back. He had that kid. He sent that kid in to put her down once a kid explained to him what was happening with the dead people reanimating. And he had so much regret and guilt about that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he never laid her to rest. He never said goodbye. And that's yep. why he went super prick. That's why he named the bat Lucille guilt. Mm-hmm. And the comic also got into how he started killing, how he met up with Dwight and Sherry. And, and it was great. It fully illustrated how Negan got to be the Negan that met Rick along the road and killed Glenn. And explained him right down to the leather jacket. And that, that made sense. Mm-hmm. He wasn't yeah. little the um, the the comic me um, was very disappointed not to see that part of it the the wife dying him not knowing what was going on and him leaving her there and having to send someone else in to to put her down. Yeah, and you know, and here's Negan, the little comic was so so short, but they really covered a lot, mm-hmm. and, which is just a re- another reason why they should have done this 
as the anthology series mm-hmm. instead of just you know just one hour episode. We didn't get to see uh, Sherry and Dwight. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to see him really. Well, the comic like first kill with a bat and how that. Yeah. And, and he was actually um, saving someone mm-hmm. because the group that he he happened upon um, was more or less pimping out this girl. Mm-hmm. And even though he was a big jerk, that was one thing about Negan that he was against, like, you know, sexual assault. Right. And, yep. You know, things like that. So um, I, I don't understand why they just wanted to cram something into an hour and completely turn it on his head because I just in a cabin yeah yeah back to a cabin (laughs) which all brings me to my very valid points about the series okay there's no way he would have left Lucille for six weeks to go find chemo treatments that is why they should not have deviated from the hospital setting with the ZA in full swing in the series, she was going to die anyway. He would have and he should have stayed with her. That didn't make sense. Personally, me, if it would have been me and my partner who was very ill, I wouldn't have left them for six minutes, let alone like six. Anything could have happened to him. Mm-hmm. Especially since that was, you know, at the beginning of the turn where people were really just doing what they wanted to taking what they wanted to take and yeah i I, that was very scary yeah anything could have happened to her while he was gone what if that guy that he ran into had um come across lucille instead and he would have found her much worse than just you know dead from suicide Mm -hmm. i just you know which is another thing Having him come back and find she committed suicide was just dreadful. Who thought that was a good idea? Gimple. <coughs> <laughs> you know it was. I know Lucille was a fighter. She would not have gone out like that. She would have held on to see him again. I know that she she would have. You know, the Lucille that I know. I feel like she would have she would not have let him come back to seeing her like that as a walker um, with, you know, the plastic bags around her head. Dead, like, I, I just, I'm not buying that at all. That I really found that upsetting. And instead, they painted his beard with a Sharpie, tied him to a chair, <laughs> <laughs> and had him tell a boring story to a douchebag. What a colossal, colossal waste of time. I would have just rather them have stuck it out together in the hospital setting you know like in in the comedy there was nothing wrong with that story then he burned the house down with her in it so there goes any chance of doing Negan lives because there's no body for him to go back and retrieve and later up yep and uh, yep thought of that too yep and I am livid about all of this I just you know just watching it I and I was trying to separate the two I really was but the choppy way they did it, all those flashback things, the start. As soon as I saw that hallucination, I was like, "Oh shit!" I just, I don't know if 
these writers are they former LSD users? Or... <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're so married and invested in the flashback. It's just not good. And if they watch Lost when it was good and they were doing the flashbacks with a whoosh, that was going somewhere. That was integrating the stories. It wasn't it wasn't taking away. It was effective. And my fear is <laughs> this, you know, last season is gonna go the way of Lost and I don't know. Oh, anyway. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. So We'll go ahead and, and jump into jump into the rating. Okay. <laughs> so um, I did have a battle here between comic me and non-comic me on how to rate it. And I'm actually going to go with non-comic me since you've certainly got the comic me <laughs> covered. <laughs> so non-comic me gives it an eight. Jeffrey and Hillary won me over. And um, if I didn't know anything about the comic book itself, I would have enjoyed the episode even more. Go for it. <laughs> I'm not rating it because I'm bitter. <laughs> Good job, Morgans. As Forrest Gump would say, that's all I have to say about that. And that's all she wrote. Yeah. <laughs> so now for those of you who don't like spoilers here we go but for those of you who want to hear even more ranting and <laughs> and you want spoilers i'm full of piss and vinegar tonight she's so. she's good tonight so <laughs> <laughs> and these are our fear spoilers we don't have any. yeah they, right these are uh for fear right now because, of course, Walking Dead has wrapped for the season, and um, Fear starts next week, right? Yeah. Next week. So, <laughs> here we go. Okay, so we're doing the Fear spoilers, and now I'm even more bitter. <laughs> so, John Dory dies in the premiere, uh -huh. and I am pissed off and sad again. John is not only one of my faves on this show but a fan fave in general and I do not know why they would kill him off yeah. I especially question the manner in which they killed him off he finds out Dakota is the one that killed Cameron so she shoots him in the chest and pushes him off a bridge because she's afraid he'll fall <laughs> and wh what if he does is she afraid she'll go to jail right <laughs> Nothing would happen to her. She's Jenny's sister. Carl shot that Woodbury kid in cold blood, and he wasn't punished. He had to be a farmer for a year. <laughs> That's well, I suppose that was sort of a punishment, but not really. This is all <laughs> too reminiscent of Charlie killing my beloved Nick. Yep. What is with these gun happy tots? <laughs> Don't stop giving kids guns. Yeah. <laughs> John is a sweet, honorable, yet badass character, and I am so mad that they killed him off. Mm -hmm. Our fan, Ben, has decided not to even watch this season Yeah, once he found out that they killed John off. And he's not the only one. Um, they have so many other people they could and should kill off. <laughs> this was a mistake. I'm sure other things happened this episode, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bitter. 
Ah, and I'll tell you something else. Even, and, and this was the same thing that I said about um, Nick mm-hmm. when they, they killed him off because he did one off the show. Frank Delane did, yes, he did yeah. one off the show. He missed England um, and, you know, the, sh- the show filmed for like half a year or whatever. It, w- it was too much for him. He missed his home, which I, I do understand an extent. And it's the same shit that Andy Lincoln pulled with him missing yeah. England and stuff. But he had regrets. I don't know if Frank had regrets, but mm-hmm. I don't know. And I, I, I don't know if Garrett wanted to leave the show. I don't know the circumstances, why they decided to kill John off. But here's the thing. Look what they did with, with Keith, who I absolutely could not give one shit about. <laughs> he disappeared you know kind of like Morales so yeah Yeah. they might pop up again one day and nobody's going to care we didn't care if Morales I didn't care if Morales was gone I didn't care when Morales came back I cared even less when Daryl shot him in the head with with an arrow (laughs) I didn't care same with Heath everybody's still oh maybe Heath maybe the ninja's Heath No. no 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 stop it with Heath oh maybe we'll see Heath on World Beyond yes maybe the cow will jump over the moon i don't care (laughs) okay but when you have a character like well i can't include rick because they actually didn't kill him off and he is out there but like with with nick fan favorite i just i just love frank delane i think he's so cute Mm -hmm. i love nick and he had decided to you know when the uh crazy mexican ladies place burned down he decided to go out on his own and Mm -hmm. you know just do his thing covered in walker blood and Mm -hmm. embrace the zombie apocalypse yep why couldn't he had just left then he could have showed up as a whisperer (laughs) do not make me fly to your home and shake you by the shoulders (laughs) no no because i hate all those all those fan theories about madison and alicia being alpha and beta or alpha Mm -hmm. no alpha and lydia and yeah anyway but no but the thing is that if they hadn't killed nick off he could just could have you know wandered around and showed back up like you know morales but better and i feel like if garrett wanted off the show they could have written him well he already left he left june and went back to his cabin yeah so, so okay that's we yeah. know he did that so why not just leave him there keep him in the cabin or, everyone yeah. else is in cabins yeah texas has cabins all over the place too apparently <laughs> just like just like virginia and georgia <laughs> so yeah that's um you know they could have just written him out for a while there's nothing wrong with that i don't know and like i said especially the way it has been set up with john actually leaving june the last time we saw him and going back to his cabin because he was tired of her bullshit with not killing jenny and Mm -hmm. i don't blame him but you know we could have gone like um half a season or a season without seeing him and Mm -hmm. garrett could have just like popped up for a couple of episodes and you know same I, I really wish they had done that with with Nick I wish someone would have said to, to Frank Delane or had the you know 
the common sense to say, well, you know what? We don't really have to kill everybody off. Maybe he'll just disappear. <laughs> it's a, yeah. you know, if, if they can do it with Heath, yeah. who, like I said, give no shits about his character. I don't care what happened to him. I really don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't care if he had yeah. a painful death. I don't care if he had an <laughs> easy death. I don't care if he's still alive someplace. I don't care if he's, you know, if he pops up on World Beyond. I, I don't care. I just don't care. <laughs> but I did care about Nick, and I did care about John, and yeah. I think it was stupid to kill them off. You know, it would yeah. have been nice if just you know they wrote John out to his little cabin. Yeah, let him go cabin. to a cabin. That's how we should write all characters off. Yeah. Just let him go to a cabin. cabin. He hears something outside. He thinks it's a walker, but it's Nick. <laughs> you know? So they make some of that little little candy stuff that he likes and watch a movie <laughs> and it would be beautiful. <laughs> Just I'm I'm very annoyed about it. Because I, I you know, I really I could I couldn't tell. And rumors are that Madison is indeed coming back. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's I, been I, like I, kind of a persistent thing. And yeah, she, she has a hardcore fan base mm-hmm. that rivals the Carol fan base. Yeah, and um, those crazies, the Madison. Well, that was another death I never got either. So those Madison crazies um, really went hard after Lenny James, which is wrong. He's doing yeah. his job. He had yeah. nothing. He didn't say, "Oh, uh, sure, I'll come to fear if you kill off Madison." Mm-hmm. What, what are they thinking? Yeah. You know, he he's mm-hmm. a, he's a working actor. That's his job is to act and yeah. brought his character to another show, and yeah. didn't have anything to do with her leaving the show. I'm right. Positive of that. Mm-hmm. People are nuts, but um. Yeah, I'm, I'm heartbroken about John Dory, and yeah, I was on the fence about watching it, but my group wants to still do the live chat, and yeah, I can't disappoint those nags. So, <laughs> um, showing up. Well, I'll be there too. <laughs> All right, be yeah. bitter with me. I, I, well, I'm very bitter about John. I, I'm very bitter about John Dory. I don't understand it. Um. I don't understand the whole Dakota thing. I it it it's just a hot mess. Yeah, like I said, I just <laughs> when I found out that she killed him, I kind of lost interest in the rest of the spoiler. And I don't, I don't know why she killed Cameron. I don't yeah. care if she killed Cameron. John's <laughs> the only person who cares. And you yeah. want to know something funny? We were we were um doing the the chat on my page during that episode and all and Cameron was you know was indeed killed and John found her with a boom box and the walkers had you know kind of eaten her or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> a couple of people were like who is that <laughs> <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and then I was like oh you know she's oh crap now I can't think of his name Tony was it Tony's sister was that who her brother was I, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I can't. Uh, 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 names escaping uh, me right now. Yeah. It's been a long year. But, <laughs> but, 
but I remember I said like, oh, she's um, you know, so and so's sister. And they're like, Who? Who's, Who's that? that? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know who he was either. So I explained, you know, so I had to like go through all this. But they didn't know. So my point is, we don't care who killed Cameron. I can't believe that John Dory would care so much that he'd like jail Dakota. You know, I don't know why she killed Cameron. I don't know if she's just a little psycho and that's why Jenny is so invested on keeping her, you know, contained is because she's so like another Lizzie. Yeah, kind of, you know, I guess she just likes to hang people up and have them eaten by walkers. I don't know. (laughs) After I found out that she killed John, I didn't give a shit what else happened in the episode, which is a shame because, you know, really love Morgan. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm rooting for him to reunite with his pregnant girlfriend and mm-hmm. have their little place with you know with the rest of the people, except for Strand. Oh my God, if that super villain <laughs> is not killed sometime soon, uh, and, you know, I f- I feel kind of bad saying that because you know Coleman would be out of a job. Yeah, would he yeah. really? Because they're going to keep showing flashbacks. Right. And or he can show up in hallucination, we all know. <laughs> you know, so um so yeah, would, would killing him off would not certainly not be the end of his character and I just find Strand completely villainous and I don't think he can be redeemed. They've been trying to do that off and on for mm-hmm. well, since he was on the show. Yep being a seducer of people yep yep so, um, so yeah i mean it's, it's, it, yeah Str- strands and carol they're two characters that uh the super villains the super villains yep universe. the only mm-hmm. thing they could redeem strand to me at this point is if he jumped in front of john dory and took that bullet oh that's a good one <laughs> yes, then i would have mourned strand's death and I would have appreciated him Mm -hmm. but no he's just wearing that stupid hat and his little key and (laughs) I just hate it all (sighs) all right are you okay now no I I still feel bitter but I feel better Uh, getting that off my chest well glad we're here for you for that (laughs) I knew this was going to be a good one (laughs) (laughs) all right well, yeah. we might be back next week with a fear. <laughs> no, we'll, yeah, no, no, we'll be back with fear, and you know, you can be better again. And I'm not going to be in a better mood. No, no, I know. No, we will have a, we'll have, a, we'll have bitter for a while. Yeah, I am. I'm going to be better, like for at least, hmm, I don't know, <laughs> year or two. <laughs> We'll see. All right. And on that note, <laughs> we'll do this again next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Taking my bitter ass and going to bed. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, Ben. Bye, Darlene. Bye. <laughs>